Welcome to the Trade Secrets Podcast, the number one podcast in construction, with your hosts, Joseph Valente and me, Paul Selvin. Get motivated, get inspired, and get educated. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe. Welcome back to the Trade Secrets Podcast with your host, Paul Selman, and today I am joined by Jason Horton of Horton's Heating. Welcome, Jason. Thank you, Paul. So now you've been a client of Trade Masterminds for about 12 months now, is that correct? We have, yeah. Near, near probably 18 months. Um, yeah, it's been a good experience. So Fantastic. Far. So tell us a bit about your business. Uh, so we are uh, now a boiler installation company mm-hmm. based in Maidenhead in Berkshire. Okay. Um, we started, um, much like yourself, many years ago, offering everything under the plumbing umbrella, yep. um, having those stressful winter periods of being cooled, pulled, left, right, centre. I remember that. Um, and it just got to almost breaking point where you know something had to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so me and my business partner um, sat down, put it all down on paper, worked out that it wasn't viable for us to stretch ourselves further to earn more. So then we had to um, think, re-strategize as to what we were gonna do next and okay. how we were gonna do it. So we, we literally wrote it down on a bit of paper, what we were doing, yep. drew it out, little mind map. Um, and then we brought a piece of paper to the table that just said boilers. Okay. Um, and this was prior to coming across Trade Mastermind or, or Joe's um, new venture at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, business partner said, look, I don't know what, how we how are we gonna do that? So I don't know, <laughs> but that's what we need to do is more profit. I understand um, that. I, I did exactly the same thing because mm-hmm. I used to work for letting agents. Yeah. Um, used to work for the odd builder. Mm-hmm. I always knew that I wanted to do more boilers, but never had a real way of knowing how many, how I could actually survive on boilers alone. Yeah. Was that a similar sort yeah. of thought process? Yeah, very much so, because how, you know, with with the volumes that we were doing, how is it going to be possible to mm-hmm. get the volumes we require to run a business model that is only boilers? Um, so that that was a a bit of a hurdle that we had to get over, um, and that's when we stumbled across Joe's extravagant uh, Facebook ads and, and all the rest of it. It was almost like fate. Yeah, landed in your lap. I knew who Joe was. It's amazing uh, from, what happens from, when you start from, talking to Siri in front of your phone. And exactly what that, phone, exactly that. So almost, yeah, almost instantly <laughs> it was like, right, targeted in my face every day. Yeah. Um, I made the inquiry. I think I went on one of the podcasts, not uh-huh. podcasts. Um, webinars. Webinars um, early on. It seemed to tick all the boxes and answer the questions that I had. So for me, it was a no brainer. Okay straight away brought onto the uh, trade, uh, the university. Um, and much like others that did the same, I didn't look at it. Yeah. Um, but I wanted more than that. I wanted one-to-one time with, with Joe mm-hmm. and Chris. Um, if you, if you want to be better, you've got to put, put yourself with people that are better. You do. I mean, there are, there's a lot of information on that trade university mm-hmm. as well. And I hear that quite a lot is that mm-hmm. unless you're being guided through it and, you, and you've got that hand-holding in place as well, it's, it's difficult to implement. Yeah. Sometimes you're still left second guessing different bits and pieces. Yeah. I mean, when you started, did, was it just you and your business partner or did you have staff? No, or? so I mean, like I say, we, we grew the business to a point where there was eight of us, um, seven running around on the tools, okay. seven and a half 
me being half and also trying to yeah. manage the office and, and paperwork, which is non impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, juggling builders, juggling, you know, Mr. Smith's down the road with a leaky toilet. Yeah. Um, that, you know, a 50 pound job that you return back to because you tried to fix it to help them out and it's cost you more than... All of a sudden, not profitable. Yeah, I mean, barely profitable in the first place. Yes. Um, so, yeah, the, we got it to that point and then the pandemic hit and people who had expressed that they wanted to leave. So at that point, that became a, uh, the time for that to happen. Um, subcontractors that were you know, with us a lot of the time um, went on to go and do their own thing. It was a good opportunity for them to go and do it as well. Okay. Um, and at that point, it gave us the opportunity to, to focus. We sat down, um, me and my business partner sat down and said, right, drew out who what we wanted to keep, what we didn't want to keep, and said, once we get to the end of those contracts, we'll say no. You're done. Yeah, we're done with them. So we, we phased it out through 2020 and even through 2021. Mm-hmm. Kept one um, reliable source on, um, one builder, good payer, um, consistent workflow, okay, comfort. Yeah, there is an element um, to that. It's a, it's a case of ripping the plaster off. I think once yeah. you say no once to a couple yeah. of customers, it becomes a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, but without starting to say no and then leashing down your business model, it makes it a lot harder to actually yeah. to run, really. I mean, it's a scary thing because you cut out. we cut out probably about 70% of the business that we were doing. Mm. But we also had a smaller team to work with. Yeah. So at that point, actually cutting that workload out, we, we would have had to have done that with a smaller team anyway. That's it. Um, yeah. But it enabled us to at least start thinking about how we were going to do it. Yeah. Um, so that we could focus more on it. Well, um, as long as you can focus. And, and yeah. th- is that where you saw most of your growth come from, was concentrating on a specific niche? Yeah, definitely. Yeah? Definitely. Because okay. you can then enable yourself to look at the systems and processes that you've got in place. Yeah. How, it's very difficult to have one system in place to cover such a large offering. Yeah. Um, it's just really hard to juggle and get it's on different top of economies it. of scale isn't it I yeah. found as well that if you're only focusing on one strategy yeah. then once you've actually got that vertical completely niched down then you can yeah. add in other verticals I'm not saying having yeah. different services is a bad thing no. but unless you can concentrate on yeah. one to start with and build your yeah. business around that well that, that's exactly what we're doing um, focus on one thing and do yeah. it well and then look for a second product you can add in within that infrastructure that isn't going to knock you too far off, um, too far off course. Um, you know, we're looking at air conditioning. Okay. And with the way that we're set up, um, it, it's an easy product to add in, so long as we've got the training in, uh, the training and the equipment required to, to carry that out. Yep. Simple things. Just a different sell. product at the front end, isn't it? Different season. Mm-hmm. S- similar, different product, similar product. Yeah. fits into our, our process quite nicely. Fantastic. Um, so that's something that we'll be looking at um, also. I mean, speaking about the industry, is there any sort of things you've noticed? I, mean, I've been, I was in the industry maybe, I think, 12, 13 years. I don't mm, know how long About 17 years. 17 years. So <laughs> you've seen a lot of changes. Yeah. Is there anything yeah. in the last couple of years you think has actually hit home more than uh, that? Definitely. Um, more inquiries about renewables. Okay. I'm not educated enough in it uh, to for us to go down that line just yet. Okay. It's not to say that we can't. I mean, we just hire someone that is educated in it. Yeah. Um, 
I just want to pick up on that because that must be a mindset shift. It would have been for mm. me anyway because I always used to think that I had to become the expert first yeah. in the industry before I could hire. Mm. And now it's a case of actually, I just think you just need to hire the expert. Yeah. You don't always necessarily need to know That's the it. job of the person. So long, uh, for me, I, I, I like to have an element of control. Yeah. So I want to know, I did want to know everything about everything, <laughs> but it's impossible. So you at least need to know the role, have an understanding of the role. So something happens. If I if I get that expert in, we start selling that side of the business, um, or selling the product on that side of the business, and then it doesn't work out, you fall flat on your face. Mm -hmm. So for me, I want to have that element of control there, where or knowledge, not control, knowledge where I can actually, you know, come in and and, and ensure that it's it's still yeah, you know, sure, part, okay. part of the business. That's fair enough. Um, I mean, going back to sort of industry changes as well, mm. I mean, I noticed, especially towards the end of having PRS, that they were starting to have supply chain issues with boilers, etc. Yeah. I mean, did you, were you affected I mean, by that? that? Yes and no. Because of the volumes that we, we were doing, yeah. it wasn't so much an issue. Um, we're seeing it more so now, like this month, we'll be hitting um, probably one of our best months. Shame we're going to have to break, you know, break up for Christmas. Right, yeah. Um, but in the last two weeks, we would have done almost... 20 boilers. Wow, in two weeks. Um, so yeah, good going, um, but still still room for, for growth there. Especially in December, um, I used to find December, November was always one of our best months. December, mm. because people are prepping for Christmas, there'll be a, a slight rush, and then like you said, it falls off a cliff edge. Yeah, I mean, it's it's having the availability. Now, now, we've, now we're not tied up with any builders or any contractors or anything like that. We've got, um, we've got opportunity there. Mm -hmm. And where there's opportunity, we, we we can basically install more at a faster rate. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, so, on that note, I mean, obviously you're going to need staff compared to where you were before. You mentioned yeah. you had staff. I mean, yeah. how, how do you how do you retain that staff? I always found there's quite a high turnover. Um, I think we're quite, we were known to be um, a bit useless at recruitment. All right. Yeah. I'm glad it, you see that recruitment and I was thinking, is that the tagline for the business? When it came to needing someone, yeah. we, we hire at the wrong we hire at the time that we need them. Yeah. Which isn't always a good time to do it. Um, it's very hard to onboard someone when you're busy. Um, and we if they could hold, <laughs> you know, if they, if they could do the job, you go, yep, you're in. Um, I think we all fall uh, failed to that at some point along the way. Yeah, they agree. Um, so now we've got to be more precise in who we're getting because mm -hmm. of, you know, we're offering a, sing a single offering at the minute. They need to be, they need to know what the role is and what's uh, expected of them from like, within that role. Well, that's it. I mean, I think there's a fine line sometimes because I, I always used to go down the old, um, the route that if somebody could do somebody, something that's about 70% as good as I, yeah. then I'd be happy with that. that. And that's a big mind shit, uh, mindset shift. It is because especially as, as an engineers at heart, we want someone to do it our way. Yeah. But I then moved on to the philosophy of the customer will decide if it's good enough. Yeah. And as long as there's well, certain aspects that are being I know Carl, Carl, my business partner, he's a, a sticker for that. He'll, he'll, why get someone else to do it when I'm the best? Yeah. Um, he's currently stood he's he's behind the, uh, <laughs> the camera now. Glaring. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, it is that mindset shift of you're not going to get someone to do it exactly how you want it. No. But is it neat? Does it work? Is it safe? Um, again, that, we still have to be particular because we don't want to lose that 
you know, some companies will use subcontractors and great if you're scaling up to a larger, um, a larger business, um, but as best as possible, we want to keep that personal touch um, and get the right staff in. Easier said than done. I yeah, but I always found um, if you pay the best, you, you yeah. tend to attract the best as well. Yeah. And we used um, to do a lot. We, with we try and we try and pay well. Mm. Um, no doubt it could be better, but you know we, we we do what we can for now. And we, I mean, one of our guys he, he would always say to someone, "Never ask for a pay rise," but I've always been given one. There you go, more than once. Um, and I was driving along yesterday thinking maybe we should. No, reward the guys and next year look at as long as your spreadsheets allow it then well, that's it. <laughs> absolutely absolutely so but you know we we are scaling we are we are growing business yeah. and they're putting the effort in they need to like say staff retention is key mm. um, we don't want to be adding to their workload and not be um, rewarding them for it mm-hmm. no I completely agree and like I said if you can get them bought in on the vision of the company as well that, that yeah. ties into creating a really good team yeah. I was always told there was there was four areas never really to scrimp on one was staff the other was an accountant lawyers and uh, mentors I mean withholding the, the first or the middle two there I mean what's your thoughts on mentorship did you have any mentorship before um, I've done stuff through property before so I'm aware I was aware of like mentoring and mm-hmm. that sort of thing I know you're part of progressive as well Mentoring, yeah. I mean, I, I, stuff through property. Not that I, I did little bits through that. Yeah. But I was also still running a plumbing business. Yeah. And I, I, I soon realised that it, it would have been too much at once, especially with the way that we were running the business before. Very hands-on. Very hands-on, in it, every day, flat out, you know, face down in the in the, uh, <laughs> in the cow pat. Yeah. Um, but it, it just made me... It opened my eyes because it was a very prominent thing within that industry. If you want to do something, get mentoring. Yeah. Um, a lot of people will think, oh, it's a bit of a scam. You pay this money and, you know, what do you get? Mm. You, um, but there's that saying of, you know, if you want to go far, stand on the shoulders of, of the person that's done it. Yeah, yeah, And you sure. see their path. Yeah, he preaches um, the converted on that one. I mean, I'm... So, I've done um, mentorships in five different industries now. Yeah. And, um, but every time I've, I've done that, I've always earned more. The yeah. journey's been a lot more enjoyable. And I, I tend to go a lot faster than I could yeah. have done on my own. Really. I think it's a lot of the time it's accountability as well. Yeah. And it's um, you might have a vision, you might have a way that you want to do it. And you might have, if it's wrong, you'll be told. Yeah. Um, because they might have trodden that path, tried that, and it might not have worked. And you can either take that information and use it or ignore it and try it and fail. Cool. Um, and you do have, there is an element of failing, but you will fail faster when you've got help. Yeah, no, we completely um, buy so that. Long as, so long as you learn from it, then you're going to move forward. Mm. Um, so I, with, with regards to mentoring, I mean, it, it's definitely the best thing for myself. Carl needs to be converted. Okay. Um, <laughs> he needs mentoring. <laughs> yeah, yeah well no because at the start it just wasn't when you say to a plumber we need to get business mentoring they go what do you mean like it, it's it's like foreign language yeah I was completely the reality, because I, I had seen it within other industries um and a lot of the stuff that I follow on social media is you know motivational it's mentors it's that sort of thing so it, it's there and I just thought right I need to find someone that that can do it industry within our industry. Specific. Yeah, yeah. And actually, if someone in a in a in the property industry who said to me, "Look, he was offering mentoring," um, he said, "Look, I, I don't care if you do it with me, 
or with someone else. Yeah. But find someone because you need it. Because of the way you're thinking, the way you want to grow your business, you need to find someone within your industry. He said, do you know someone? I said, I do actually. <laughs> and this was, this was in 2018. Okay. And I messaged Joe then, but at the time I wasn't paying for him to respond. No, it's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, two years later, um, there we were. Yeah, brilliant. Signing up. <laughs> That's it. And it probably and, um, sounds like a long time ago now. I mean, yeah. obviously with the enforced break coming, it used to be a time that I used to reflect on what I might, uh, or the 12 months I've just had yeah. and then the 12 months going forward. Are there any uh, desires or what, what are you expecting from the industry in the next 12 um, months? I, I do think that there will be a bigger... Um, I mean, we go out and survey jobs. You get a lot of online companies that don't. Yeah, I, I do think there may be a, there may be a required pivot point somewhere along the line just okay. to diversify diversify the way that we um, we offer that service to the customer. Yeah, it does give you a more personal approach, doesn't it? When you go out and still do absolutely, it. yeah, yeah, definitely. And I wouldn't ever want to lose that because a lot of customers want that. But at the same time, I've got to also think about you know, the the, the the big boys in the industry mm. online um, that are doing masses. Mm. Well, it comes down to a different niche in the industry yeah. as well. Even though it's still boiler central, there, there are the differences in, in approach and yeah, the differences yeah. in customer yeah. demographic as well. Yeah. And some customers will always be hellbound on getting yeah. an in-person survey. So that will yeah. be your client. Yeah, absolutely. That will be our client. But I'm also not opposed to having different set of clients yeah sure yeah yeah well like i said have different there's, there's there's it's a big pie <laughs> it is well well there's about a million boilers installed every yeah. year in the uk and there's yeah. only seventy five thousand gas engineers so yeah. you know it should exactly, be it yeah. should be good well look so, jason i mean i hope the uh, the next 12 months go absolutely yeah. fantastic for you i really want to say thank you for coming on to the no podcast worries. and uh, like i said hopefully it brings you a hell of a lot more installs and we'll catch yeah. up this time next year Cool. Sounds good. So if you've enjoyed that episode of the Trade Secrets Podcast, feel free to like and subscribe to keep up to date with the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Trade Mastermind Trade Secrets Podcast. If you want to find out how Trade Mastermind can help you further, head to our website, trademastermind.co.uk. And don't forget to like and subscribe.